In this episode from Series 9, we talked about our busy lives and how so many of us are feeling stretched beyond capacity. Series 10 is on the way, but we hope you'll enjoy this best of episode to keep you going. Subscribe to the Len and Courtney podcast wherever you listen so you'll never miss an episode. And of course, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and everywhere else for all the latest news and updates. Bye for now. This concept of doing it all, all yeah. the time is Spending rubbish. Plate, being busy, busy, busy. Some people get off on it, being busy. Oh, 100%. Right? And what's that then? I think that's about control. And I think, I've seen it even in myself where, you know, you, you want things done a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if you if you delegate it out into the greater environment. That's it. <laughs> Podcast. It's been a busy year for us and in fact, we're almost at the end of it. What would they do without us in their ears, Sonia? Well, they can always go back and listen to past episodes on boundaries, putting yourself first, judgmentalism and so much more. Back to this week's episode now though. Our lives are as busy as they have ever been. So how do we prioritise the things that are most important? We seem to be constantly chasing our tails and we want solutions. Well, you've come to the right place, Mr Courtney. This is the Thinking Woman's Guide to Spinning Plates. Ouch! So uh, how was your week this week? Do anything exciting? I actually have no idea what happened this week. It was because so exciting. I can't, can't remember. remember. It was so exciting. I had a big chat with Alison Gilliland, the the former mayor of Dublin, about reimagining city living, and she she was on a huge campaign and still is to to look at repurposing above the shop living, which yes. we actually looked at before we did the renovation for the house. We actually looked at that as an option, um, but one of the problems is because of the fire regs, health and safety regs, mm. um, that are required of renovations and new builds. It's really, really difficult and expensive to do that on an existing overshop well, accommodation. The big ones that are working is full shop, so converting shops yeah. into living spaces. But you know that you, this is an interesting one. I remember I was living in Queens Park in London, which is like they say the poor man's Notting Hill, right? It's cute, and on the main drag in the little row of shops, there's a little pub, and a little cafe, and a little thing, news agents. There was a, 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 an apartment for sale, and it was for nothing. And do you know why it's for nothing? Because it was above a dry cleaners and you can't get building oh, insurance to live above a dry cleaners. Really? Because it's toxic, the smell is constantly there and it's highly flammable. Uh-huh. So don't buy above a dry cleaners. You heard it here first. Well, and then last night, else. back to my diary, last night <laughs> I launched Martin uh, Beans Ward's um, the comedian, activist, actor, writer and now photographer. All around amazing guy. All amazing guy. And... Ha- happens to be a traveller from the travelling community um, he did a photographic exhibition called Through Our Eyes where he profiled nine people from the travelling community and it was um, really moving and I interviewed him and interviewed some of the people some of the subjects and I looked up and two of the girls who were working in the photo gallery were crying it's really moving uh, there was this girl Emma who happens to be in a wheelchair and she's from the travelling community and her I interviewed her and talked to her and her take on her life and what it represented for her to be involved in this was just very moving. He's a brilliant guy. So that, that was my week. So what social, ex- what social justice have you caused to go right <laughs> this week? What social impact have you had this week? <laughs> what social impact have you had this week? And we just met Professor Luke O'Neill. I mean, it's all go. I really feel like we're moving up the ranks, Sonia. 
Without anyway, it. speaking of the busy week we had, it felt like I was spinning plates. Did it, Brandon? Yes. But when you talk about spinning plates, because there are a couple of different meanings to spinning plates, we found out. Go on. So, uh, our lovely Sean, who is our show- social media intern, when we were beginning to discuss the concept of spinning plates for the podcast, he said, you mean like in relationships? And we hadn't heard of it. I'd give anything a go. <laughs> spun a few things <laughs> yeah. in my time. All of it. <laughs> so spinning plates in um, in terms of relationships is keeping multiple liaisons and relationships on the go at the same time. Exhausting. Exhausting. But actually funny you say exhausting because spinning plates in any dimension is exhausting. Mm-hmm. So research is there to say, you know, we think this idea of spinning plates, multitasking, doing it all is like some sort of fantastic feat. It's actually contributing to cognitive overload. So we're all so being kind busy, of broken by it. I remember meeting somebody <clears throat> for a coffee in London once. I was with you. Oh, you're with us. Yeah, yes. That, the, I I, I, luckily, I can't remember. Now, hang on. I say, I'm going to say before you even say this, this is the T-shirt. The T-shirt, yeah. We, and we're barely even started and person, this is the T-shirt. The person arrived in and was actually working for a very high-end concierge service where if you're rich enough they can get you lunch with Beyonce, right? Like that's their boast. And this person is actually super sweet and super nice, like just to pro- But it was London and London's like that. So she said, How are you? Oh, I'm going to need a new word for busy. She said. <laughs> I was like, like stupid? <laughs> but it is because I think um, I think there's a sort of a badge of honour with being busy well no people because I work in television and you work in television or we, what we do with designers people say I must be really busy well and television people are real good at going oh yeah real busy shut up do you remember do you remember <laughs> that fucking busy <laughs> I, I remember talking to somebody who was trying to contact um, a producer and had sent multiple emails and no response no, no response no no one's that fucking busy. I've said that a million times in emails to people. No one's that fucking busy. Just tell me to fuck off or answer the email. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I think, it, it's become such a thing. It wasn't a thing, right? Well, I, I think it's, I think we're on the, I think we're talking about it now because I think we're on the other side of it being a thing. I hope so. I think, yeah, I think there's been a, a, a disconnect from why, why be busy? What's that about? Now, like I, my favorite sweatshirt is my my friend uh, and genius. Guy, <laughs> I Philip love it. Nor- Philip Normal, who makes sweatshirts, he's the one that made the sweatshirt of La from what was it the nineteen eighties HIV AIDS movie, um, series on Channel Four. Um, With uh, Ollie, yes, Ollie, yes. Ollie. it's a thing. It's a sin. It's a sin. Yes. And remember they go, la, was their sort of yeah, yeah. thing. And yeah. he did the sweatshirt with just la. Yeah. And that, so he's that kind of clever guy. And he has a brilliant sweatshirt that this bearded sort of gay guy was wearing. It says busy mum. And I was like, I have to have a busy mum sweatshirt, right? It's and brilliant. busy mum is brilliant, isn't it? It's such a thing as well. And it's so kind of, um, it's it's brilliant the way it's it's been taken out of some sort of uh, exalted behaviour into kind of a silly thing. Because it, it, it's, I don't know. I think it's a badge of honour for some so people. They I, like to be really busy. So, I, so before we break it down, I want to describe something to you. So my mother in my situation. So yesterday I, was, I, I took her to, for an appointment to the hospital and we got everything done. I got MRI scans booked in. I saw the consultant. We were there. I got the front door fixed. I got a, I'm very efficient with my time. I just am. I get, I'm very organised and then I'm done. Right, so we were saying that we can be busy, but we're at, we both are very good at going. That's it. Now I'm, I'm off. Now I'm going for a walk, or I'm going for a swim, or I'm off for the weekend. So people assume that you're really. Bu- I find my that's busy, busy, busy. Now I'm done. 
like I, I switch off, right? So I was thinking, my like my mother always asked me to do it first because I'm actually quite effective. Yeah. I get lots done really quickly so then I can go home and put my feet up or whatever. Now I yeah. had to do a gig last night but that's not the same thing. I think the, the problem is when you have to be lots of different things at the same time. Yeah, Sonia, it's really hard. But that's the expectation, right? Yeah. That you're you're gonna you're gonna be your work persona, your home persona, your social persona, and and they all kind of have to coexist. And it's it's so kind of it sounds so old school to say, oh yeah, you know, you're doing it all, you're having it all, blah 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 blah. And it's not possible. It's not. It's actually not possible to do everything all at the same time to an equal level. Was there a movement in terms of? sort of women's culture and, and literature where she has it all. Was there, was there a moment where that was there was a, there were women who could do it all? Have kids, I, run a big, big career, run the house. I think it was held up as the sort of the holy grail. And then was that dismantled by other women going, actually, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And also, nobody ever asks a man, how do you do it? How do you do it all? Nobody has ever asked that of a man. You know, w- women come on talk shows and, and you know, how, how do you do it all? How do you? Well, because the women generally do a little bit more. A lot more. They run the house. Yeah. And the children and the school and blah, blah, blah and organise. And, th- and that's why I kind of think it, we, we need to stop um, rewarding that culture of doing it all. Well, let's go back a stage, actually. Which you can, you can, you can do it all, but not at the same time. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But go back a stage when if a woman went back to work, her husband was rewarded for being modern and letting her go back to work. Mm. Do you remember that in mm-hmm. the seventies and eighties? Isn't he a great man letting her go to work? Yeah. You know, so there was still that meant that hangover of. That's she, another T-shirt now that you say it. What? Isn't he a great man letting her go to work? <laughs> oh dear. No, so, but it is. I, like it's it's bullshit, right? And it's like cleaning. Well, no, cleaning's not bullshit. I'm, I love it when other people do it. <laughs> but the, the, this concept of, of doing it all, yeah. all the time is Spending rubbish. Spending being busy, busy, busy. Some people have a kind of a... Some people get off on it, being busy. Oh, 100%. Right? And what's that then? I think that's about control. And I think... I've seen it even in myself where, you know, you, you, want, you want things done a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if you... If you, if you delegate it out into the, into the greater environment... That's it! Yeah, but that's it. Kind of, you, you, that's an exercise in itself into just saying, do you know what? I'm going to go limp on this one. Okay, so riddle me this. Okay, so forget <laughs> about cleaning the toilets and they do a shit job and you have to do it again. Or forget about hoovering when they miss the corners. They do a shit job if you do it again. Loving the day. They, they know who they are, right? How come, if anything goes missing, a watch, a passport, a set of keys, I can't find them, I can't find them. I just walk in and find them. What is that? Does that happen to you? <laughs> no. Do you always find the thing? And like it's now, it's now like I'm, a, I'm like I have a magic power. It's like can't find the shirt. I'm like there it is there. Like, <laughs> if it had teeth, it would fucking bite you, pal. Like what's that? Is that me facilitating some lazy? Oh well, person? now there well, you go. Yeah, you kiddo. There you go. Yeah. Enablement. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if you don't follow on the sentence the other person said, then it's just a sentence hanging in air, and they have to figure it out for themselves. Totally. So back to boundaries. It <laughs> <laughs> all comes back to boundaries. I'm still on episode two, which is all about boundaries. He's and, a slow assimilator. But I'm a very slow assimilator. <laughs> but like in that busy thing where you do control, right? Yeah. Setting those boundaries. Here's here's the secret about boundaries, and we kept it to this episode to tell you. <laughs> don't tell the other person about the boundary. That because mm. you're actually 
dilutes it. You're diluting it. And not only that, but now they know, I'll have to ask another way, where yeah. you just go, that ba- I'm, it's really powerful when you just put a boundary in. Now, the really weird thing, right, especially for, for busy people, <laughs> put the boundary in. Brendan's no, secret listen, boundaries. Listen. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And you put the boundary in and you're like, ha there's the boundary. And something happens and they don't even fucking notice. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, that was all in my head. It was all in my busy head, my yeah. controlling head. Yeah. It's really interesting, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's also like you can see it in conversations every day that you... It, I feel so light after this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sort of a performative element in how we interact with other people. So we, we have a... What do you mean? <laughs> the, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Got it right there. Sorry, right sorry. there. We're giddy. Sorry. <laughs> it's Friday. It's I Friday. love a Friday record. Um, but we we're kind of playing into roles, playing into type. So <laughs> so imagine, imagine somebody, imagine somebody, 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 imagine they <laughs> were um, unsure about something, and they needed reassurance or a kick up the hole. Or a kick up the hole, depending <laughs> on the day, and that and and you kept facilitating that need by giving reassurance. Yeah, but then they don't s- solve anything, right? No. Yeah. So you're part of the problem. So. Ouch. <laughs> so you you have to stand back and say, well, what am I doing that's, that's actually contributing to this situation? Mm. Am am I part of the problem? And like to tr- I would like to fit a trap door in my house. Gone. Bye. There's the problem. Gone. <laughs> Poor Nancy. Yeah. Obviously, that's no, what we're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> they are going find to be your, so disappointed. Clean the bathroom and find your own shit. So let's let's <laughs> let's like let's, let's zoom out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to just bring this up, and this is interesting in somebody who kind of manages their busy. When I have to do something that I don't want to particularly do, I procrastinate mm. like a mofo. Mm. And procrastination, I remember learning the word when I was about 18 or 19. Delight- that's me. Delighted yeah. with life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. And there's a word for it. Okay. So if you don't want to do something or, you, or it's challenging or your brain goes, oh, I'm not fully sure what I'm doing. So writing essays for the masters mm. or you know, stuff you're like really challenged. You procrastinate and procrastinate and then eventually you, you sit down and you, you do it and then at the end of it you go, well, I, I, that was easy and I got a first. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> but you know, you procrastinate and procrastinate is, is kind of like, it's a weird way to sort of feel busy in a weird way, right? Because all of a sudden you're kind of, oh, you're at the end of the week and you haven't done anything because you've procrastinated. You see, I think we've created a world in which the idea of space and nothingness is anathema to us. We do, we, and, we yeah. can't get get our heads around it, and so I found myself yesterday. Um, I'm I'm quite efficient, you know. I I get a lot done. I like to think that I can prioritize, but I found myself sitting at my desk and doing stuff that I didn't really need to be doing. And I would have been better served going for a walk. I would, mm-hmm. and I was working, 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 working. But it was kind. Of, if I, when I was finished, I felt a bit sick. It was like a kind of a bit gerbily. Were you looking at porn? No. Uh, <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> you felt a bit sick. No, just kind of as in I had spent time doing stuff that that I didn't have to do. Like and and that like what though? Just paying bills? No, it's kind That's of functional and good. No, I know, but I I I have I've I come out of a very intense piece, period of work where I had, I had a lot to do. So you were still in the mindset? So I was like, still in the yeah. mindset of the doing when I didn't need to yeah. be. So you were like, you should have gone, well, life is short, can I have a walk now? And yeah. that other stuff is not essential, essential yeah. for right now. So, so I'd worked through mm. a major list of stuff and I should have taken that moment to just close the laptop mm. and go and do something for me. I didn't because I was in loop. 
I, I get up and take the dog out immediately if I feel that. I'll do something that's... I but it was, I didn't feel it until after the fact. And oh, I really? Think that's, that's interesting, isn't I it? I think that's the point, that we, we... That idea of kind of creating space, particularly when you're coming out of something yeah. very intense, I think it's the slowing yeah. down piece. It's what a breaker in. Yeah. You don't have to maintain this level of just whirling dervish busyness all the time. You can go, well, is it really essential at this moment? You go, yeah. no. So put your own little life yeah, I find it in. virtually impossible to sit still, mm. which annoys but me. But you too. meditate. Yeah, but I find it like I really have to. And even that is a doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That Even that to do. Like sometimes I'll go, it's Saturday. I'm not going to do anything, but I can't. I have to go for a run. I have to feel like I've achieved something with the day. Even if it's a swim with the dog or, you know, something. And I've gone and I do have this little done, did something with the day, which is OK, I suppose. But I do think, yeah, I think that sitting and just being is, is very tricky for me. I'm not. I'm not good at that no. either. But I think... Yeah, fuck that. Life is short. Yeah, but I think it's whatever brings you joy as well. Like, it's, I'm just not the type of person who is going to be satisfied if I sit on the couch all day. Yeah. I'd be kind of pissed off at myself. Although I do love, like we did, you know what we did at Bank Holiday Sunday? It was really rainy, do you remember? (laughs) I Oh, rainy days now. That's like a get out. We went to three movies in a row. We were like that size on popcorn and we came out. But I kept lying and said, oh, we got free tickets. Because I had to convince... Anyway, it was brilliant. <laughs> see, they. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was, it was brilliant because we're in the cinema. You're seeing stuff you really wanted to see. You have the whole day. It's rainy out. Rather than sit at home, you're kind of doing something social. Then we popped and got some tea. So it was, it was one, of the, one of those days, one of my favourite days. Yeah. Really ex- especially if you see good stuff, you're really excited. Yeah. It's that lovely sense of, and maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just totally out of the loop and out of practice with that kind of Check lazy indulgence. Out. Oh my God, I did a month of it in Greece and I wanted more. Mm. Now I read and I started doing bits of exercise and then I started, the last week I ran every day then I thought I want to get a little bit but for three weeks I was like la, 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 la. look at that mountain. Pootly, pootly, pootly. You know, spent the whole day considering which holiday bracelet to buy. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> which going shade back. of coral. Yeah, yeah. Going back. yeah what is that coral? yeah. yeah. You know me so well. I know. And then having a couple of glasses of wine and going back to the hippie woman and chatting to her about where she was from and just going, I love my Yeah, but that's a holiday. Oh, it's so gorgeous. That's a holiday. Want more and more and more. Can you, can you do a lazy holiday like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I? I used to be very good I at it. I used to be fucking marching up hills and up towers. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's... I know I don't lie on the beach. I'm not a lie in the sun. No, I used person. to be a lie by the pool, lie at the beach type I girl. I think we all were. I think that's yeah. what we were it told. Was a that's thing, what you were wasn't it? Yeah, you were told to do that. And then you realise there's more to life than just... Well, then you realise you're in a different culture and you're not seeing any of it. Yeah. You're just sitting with a load of Irish people by a Although pool. I do remember Kyla, myself and Kyla flying to Fuerteventura for a sneaky week and she saying to me, uh, it was my first time on the island and, and she said to me, yeah, I'm delighted to inform you that there's absolutely nothing of cultural or historical interest on this island. We can do nothing! Now, I'm very sorry to anybody who is a native of Fuerteventura and who thinks that there are indeed many, many cultural and historic things to do. But anyway, we, we frolicked in waves That's and drank wine. And, and, and maybe prawns. it's an age thing as well, though I see tourists walking around by where I live near up near James Street with, with maps and, and next of all they're going into St. Odian's horrible little park there and they're but they're ooh, <laughs> and they're ooh, and, and that's me in Athens turning around a corner with a map going, ooh, because it's really distracting just to look at other people's culture in a very you know oh god did you know the 12,000 people Vikings killed people you know whatever just really old history and culture it's just a nice distraction for your brain you're kind of learning this stuff about a place 
And then you go, I don't even know this much about my own city. <laughs> yeah, I, we spend a lot of time in Athens now. Funny that you talk about distraction and we're, you know, let, let's not forget we're talking about spinning plates and, and how to manage. But I think what we're talking about now is how we... Well, it's out, mindset, isn't it as well? Mindset, I'm yeah, busy yeah. into distraction. So uh, studies have shown that 20 minutes is is the optimum time for concentration on one task. I'm really relieved to hear that because mm. I thought it was just me. Mm. Mine is like three minutes. I'm going to work <laughs> to the 20. <laughs> 20 minutes, isn't that fascinating? Mm, yeah. I thought there would be some geniuses in the world who go for the hour or two hours, right? But funny enough, Sinead on our course had had done study. What do you call the, the thing? The system? The Pomodoro? Yes, yes that's she the, the Pomodoro system. Yeah. You do 20 minutes, take a break, 20 minutes, take a yeah. break and you set your alarm. For, in fact, there's a Pomodoro app yeah. that you first study that you set your alarm and it goes beep, beep and you take two what minutes does it do? break. It goes beep, beep. But you can set your own beep, beep. It can go, <laughs> it can go ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you like. Whatever you have yourself, I go. Yeah. Anyway, take a break. And then you, you go back. But I found that didn't work for me because once I get into a flow. Now, 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 now you're talking. So is the concept of that Pomodoro, Pomodoro method, Pomodoro, 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 Pomodoro method. Yeah. <laughs> method. Spanish for tomato. Brendan. Italian Spanish for tomato. <laughs> I thought it was Italian. Brendan D. Tala. Yeah. No. I, I'm anyway. very, very near you. <laughs> I'm just saying, do you speak fluent Italian? Italian Spanish. <laughs> Cover all bases. Italian. So we were we were wondering, because we were doing a little bit of research before we came here, Esther, myself and Brendan, we my, my sit, colleague. Sit down and do research. Sit down, shut up and, and do some saying, research. About what? <laughs> oh, yeah. The um, and we were wondering the concept of that kind of 20 minutes bursts of concentration versus the concept of flow which is where you're in flow state and everything is just it doesn't feel like work but and time doesn't have so any before property. you dive into that right is Let's busy take a break I just had, I saw the opportunity. Go for it. You were seamless. Sorry. <laughs> Bunch of fives in the schniz for somebody. <clears throat> so that one's for Evie. Is busy the enemy of, of that moment? So say, for example, you have to, say you're writing a book or you're doing research for your podcast or you're, you have to get something done specifically. So mm. if I'm writing, say, a marketing plan for us or, mm. and I know I've got to block it out and I need just, and I'll say, like I'm ter- I, g- I give myself like I do with exercise I go okay it's, it's one o'clock I'll just do an hour mm. and I'll know it'll be done in an hour but mm. if I stay focused right and I can get fly through and I get into a flow state mm. if I'm busy mm-hmm. as in I better clean up or hoover and distract myself with busy I don't get into the flow so is busy the enemy of flow how do you break the busy and get into the flow I think it's I think it's about distraction because I think the the brain can really truly only concentrate on one thing at a time and I think if you take the concept of spinning plates and what that actually means you got one plate you got it going you get another plate you get that going you're still thinking about the first plate because mm. if the first plate falls putting the second plate up is kind of pointless Now we're talking in a kind of academic professional way what about say somebody who's three kids and the morning time is getting them up getting them fed getting them out getting them washed getting their teeth so that's a bit plate spinning right that's a busy totally. period so, so that's just something you just have to do But that's a function I think isn't it it's a function of your okay. day at that point that you So ha- choose that as a function say so yeah. have to do this get through this Yeah and that, that's I have to be in a particular mind 
mindset, which is scraping everybody out of bed through the through the system and out the door, whatever that looks like. And that's just never pretty. <laughs> like, it's just not. It's just not. And I suppose, you know, if if there are two of you in the home, it's that about helps. it's yeah. about kind of making sure that everybody's doing what they should be doing to be part of that ugly process. Um, and and I think if you go back to the seeding control and micromanaging piece, which, you know, women are terribly guilty of sometimes because they're trying to do the best because they've been told they're supposed to do it. And so it's actually kind of unpicking that and saying, oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, 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 you know. Let them go to school dirty. No, but, well, maybe not quite dirty, <laughs> but let them make their own lunch or let them be part of that process. I mean, I know people who are still making lunches for you know, practically adults. Like, stop it. Yeah. Because, back to my line, it's like, you're not raising kids, you're raising, raising adults. What do you want those adults to be able to do? To function, to be empowered to do their own thing? And I think the line in busy, it gets blurred when people become parents as well, right? And Between function and necessity yeah. and busy. Yeah. So, you can break them down into three different silos, right? One is a function I have to do. I've created this for life. I've got to get them education. I've got to do the function. Now I get on with my day and then you can choose to concentrate on mm. what you want to achieve with your day. But the, I find the way to do that is a little list. Totally. A priority list as well. You have a great app for that. What is it? Clear. It's called Clear. It's really simple and it's just a little slider. Like it's, it's not a big deal but it just allows you to kind of reprioritize, move things up and down in terms of priority. Keep very few on the list and just you know, it's that kind of eat the frog methodology that whatever it is that needs to be done, just do it first. Eat the frog first. Uh, I'm very good at time management now. Mm. You're not so good. I'm very good. You try and do too much. I'm very, I was really bad when I was younger. I now go, no, that's enough in that day. And I move things out and make sure that day is not too chocolate. So Because I know things always often move and take a little longer. Where I used to try and put lows mm. in a day, I now go, no. Funny lows. you should say that. I've now started to schedule gaps because I, I was, and it's exactly what you were saying, trying to do too much, fi- filling in the diary with commitments, um, but actually not, not scheduling the space in between them. Kind of recovery time, downtime, mm. uh, insurance policy time that other stuff comes up, and when are you going to fit that in? You know, because you, I think I possibly have an overly optimistic version of how much time I have to give. And interestingly, because I lived in London for twelve years and I commute between the two, and I now I'm going back to London next week for a week. I now know because Dublin is basically smaller, and I live in the city and I work in the city. I get six things done, and that could include a visit to my mum a workout and four meetings right mm. and I can get six things on in London you get three things done if yeah. you're lucky and that includes an evening dinner with somebody you get you might get to the gym then you go across town get to a meeting if you get another meeting in then it's just pure luck because they're nearby mm. so you you really get half the amount of productivity because of the commuting now, and I think the- that obviously has changed with COVID and remote working and, and people are much more open to Zooming, Zooming and, and Teams and all that kind of stuff. So I wonder, has that helped? You can get your Teams and Zooms done in the yeah, morning? Yeah, but even like you see people scheduling back to back Zooms. You, ca- you can't keep going doing that without breathing space. Yeah. You know, and so. And also when I'm in London now, there's going to be tube strikes. Yeah. So I'm thinking I've flicked a couple of my meetings onto Zoom now and I was like, well, that's grand now because I'll just get up in the morning, make a coffee, put a nice yeah. t-shirt on, be in my pants, you know. <laughs> There's an image wow. you can walk away with, courtesy of Whoa. Lennon Courtney. We may put that in the show notes if, if you're I lucky. wear pants. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Let see. Let it all hang out. Commando. So, if someone is listening to this and they're and they're feeling overwhelmed and they do have I so don't many plates in the air, care. 
I, I love <laughs> that idea of, of, of enumerating the amount of things you can get done. Enumerating in one day. Because well. that makes it very simple because then you're kind of saying, okay, I've decided oh, yeah, for, the, for, the next, for the next two weeks, mm. I'm only going to do three things. Another thing I found, by the way, so instead of clear, but I use my diary, if I put it in the diary, it's much more like, and what I mean by that is if I want to read for an hour mm. or I want to journal or I want to meditate or I want to run, I put them in. So normally I'll have... As run, diary entries. Run or gym, meditate a journal. And I'll put them you blocked in off space. A block off space in the diary, and and because I've committed them to my brain, I will yeah. ge- generally get them done. And if not, I just click and drag them onto the next. Well, day. Actually, y- yesterday, like yesterday, I collected two monthly wall planners that I printed out and laminated, mainly because my family are two monthly wall planners. Hello. One for the month in play, one for the next month, mainly because my family are giving me so much grief about the amount of travel that I have to do. And their nickname for me now is never here. And I just thought, I well, I have to do that. Like it's work, mo- mostly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want it on a board, inside a cupboard, in the kitchen, so that when they start giving do me... you know gym, the most relief I found by all of that? That you're putting it inside a cupboard. I wouldn't put it on the outside, you're mad. I'm just thinking destroyed. that. Ruined, no, ruined. the lines, the lines! <laughs> and I'm not talking about the tea. <laughs> So we decided early on in... And is there anything else to add before we go to the t-shirt? Don't be a busy fool. Ooh, don't be a busy fool. There you go. That could be for the t-shirt as well. From the mouth of the guru. What do they say about busy fools? I don't know. They get nothing done. Oh, really? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That phrase might need a bit of work. (laughs) It's catchy. (laughs) Busy fool gets nothing done. (laughs) Except for the school run. And a bit of fun. (laughs) A busy fool. I hope it is a total stinker and completely different to what you just said. (laughs) A busy fool. I am not here for your entertainment, (laughs) Esther. Just say, I am a professional. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Quote. Oh oh, God, I can't bear it. I've lost it. Oh, for God's sake! Busy fool. Fool. Picture me just came up. (laughs) (laughs) Quote. Can you bear it? Yeah, go go. Can you bear it? Don't be a busy fool. What's what I just say? I said, don't be a busy oh, no. fool. Oh, well, there's a few different versions. Uh, don't be a busy fool. Slow down and think. Work smart, not hard. The Lennon Courtney podcast is an Exceed Prudential production created by Sonia Lennon and Brendan Courtney. Episodes are produced by EOMD Productions. Social media intern is Sean Buggy.